When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. I'm Brad, and we're going to try this again. I'm <laughs> flying solo this week. We will see how it goes. This week, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, it's it's going to be crazy coming up. It's been pretty crazy in the past week. But we got the season coming up. We're going to talk about that and do our weekly KBO update. And then I'm going to give you three things that I'm looking forward to this MLB season. So here we go. Like I said, season's starting. Fantastic. I could not be more excited. We've been waiting for this forever. I mean, see, spring training stopped in March. It was uh, about a week or two after we were down here uh, visiting on vacation. Wilson and I went to a few games. Awesome. We got down here just in time because, as my dad says, the fecal matter hit the whirling device and everything was shut down. There was no more baseball, no more sports, period, and there hasn't really been since. So the regular season is starting this week. Fantastic. Two games on Thursday. We got the Yankees at the Nationals, got the Giants at the Dodgers, and then everybody else opens up on Friday, the very next day. It's going to be awesome. Major League Baseball decided to go with home stadiums um, for the season. There are a few things going on there. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, but so your your hometown team is in town. They're there. They've been training. They've been training at their home stadiums for a little while now. So I don't know. You might see them around town. Who's to say? But anyways, no fans. No fans as of right now. Um, I I do think they're probably going to see what they can do with getting fans into the stadium on a limited basis later in the season, like maybe into September. I don't know if it's going to work. Um, they've been talking about it in Korea for a while, the KBO, and it has not happened yet. So they haven't they haven't been able to get fans in the stadiums yet. But um, I've from things that I've been reading, it looks like when they do try to, it's going to be maybe about twenty percent. I believe was the number I saw, 20% capacity with you know loads of social distancing. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they if they do give it a whirl. I don't think it's going to happen this year to be honest. I don't see it happening just because of logistics. The only thing they would the only way they would be able to regulate that is if the teams themselves are the only ones selling the tickets. Um they can't regulate social distancing with um like StubHub and stuff like that. The way I see it, if you know they say there's a party of four can buy tickets, or maybe a party of twelve. You know, if you're all coming together, you can sit in the same section, same row, whatever. Um, but if you were to sell that on StubHub, that's that could be four different families coming in, three to four different families coming in, and they're all sitting together. There's no distancing, and you know they could have, you could get security to split people up. But I just I don't see that working. That's why I don't see fans in the stadium this year. Unfortunately, 
Wilson and I were looking to a lot, looking forward to going to a lot of baseball games this year, but uh, not going to happen this year, I don't think. Um, hopefully things settle down and we can get back a little bit closer to normal next year, and we can hit up some spring training games, go to some go to some D-backs games, things like that. But in the meantime, we're going to have live baseball. We're going to have live Major League Baseball at a regular hour of the day. We don't have to wake up early in the morning or watch basically tape delayed or replayed games from Korea, which as much as I love watching KBO replays, it's not live Major League Baseball. So we've got that to look forward to, and it's going to be a ton of fun. Now, I mentioned Toronto. Let's talk about the Blue Jays for a minute. So they've been training at Rogers Center, okay? That, that's what's been going on there. They've, everybody's, like I said, has been training in their home stadiums for a while now. The, the Blue Jays were allowed to train at Rogers Center. But part of the stipulation was that they had to quarantine. They've had to stay at Rogers Center, which is, we mentioned this last week, it's a little bit easier for them. There's a hotel in Rogers Center, which, by the way, at least a night in that hotel, bucket list, put it on there. Um, that just seems like an awesome experience. But anyways, so they've been able to stay in that hotel and quarantine, haven't left anywhere, done anything, um, but then the Canadian government came down and said, well, we've got a 14-day quarantine order for anybody coming in from outside the country. How are you going to do that? And so it was uh, it was a little murky there for a little bit. And then they got, they got a, I guess, a waiver or, a, or something that said, you don't need to worry about it. Everybody's pretty much playing by the same rules here. It's fine. And that was from Toronto. That was from the, from the municipal government. Let me read you exactly... Uh, I'm taking this from the score. This is something that I read on the score about this situation. So it said, uh, The Blue Jays received the green light to host games from the municipal and provincial governments, but needed the federal government to approve an exemption for Canada's Quarantine Act, which requires any person entering the country for non-essential reasons to self-isolate for 14 days. So they got the exemption. However... Well, so they got the exemption, and it looked like the Blue Jays were going to be able to play at Rogers Center. That's what the news came down this week. Hooray! And then, just within a day or two, it's Saturday, uh, July 18th. Within a day or two, the Canadian government come down, comes down and says, Nope, we're not going to give an exemption. We're not going to let you play games at Rogers Center because of the logistics of bringing in teams from the U.S. So they're out again. Well... When the first order was given that they weren't able to play their games in Toronto, the Blue Jays were looking at playing in Buffalo, you know, which is pretty close. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not real familiar with my geography in that part of the country, I'll be honest with you. But I do believe they're relatively close to one another. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I haven't seen anything since they were exploring it, quote-unquote. But uh, that's something to keep your eye on even this week. This week with this season starting, the Blue Jays are going to have to find somewhere to play their games because the Canadian government denied their exemption. So keep your eyes on that, and um, I'm sure, I don't know, I'll, I'll try to give an update maybe on Twitter or the Facebook group as it comes through, and I'm sure somebody will as well. So some interesting stuff going on there with the Blue Jays. Good team to watch. Well, fun team to watch right now, but also some interesting, interesting circumstances. Okay. Another thing we've talked about before on the podcast a couple times, actually. We've got A-Rod and J-Lo again, again looking to buy the Mets. Now, this time, 
they've put together a group of current and former athletes who would like to be part of an ownership group. This group includes Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs, Brian Erlacher, former linebacker for the Chicago Bears, Bradley Beal, who is a current point guard, or current guard, sorry, guard for uh, the Washington Wizards, DeMarco Murray, former NFL running back, and uh, let's see here, we got Joe Thomas, who I believe was a lineman for the Cleveland Browns, and Mason Plumley, who is an NBA journeyman. Now, while this is all well and good, you've got a bunch of, a bunch of guys who played professional sports, and they're going to go be owners. Okay, more relatable for the players, that's fine, but this is the thing to think about with this. As much money as A-Rod and J-Lo have together and all of these athletes, Bradley Beal has a massive contract in the NBA. Brian Erlacher is a Hall of Fame linebacker. He made a ton of money in the, in the, in the NFL, but he was a defensive player at the same time. Travis Kelsey, one of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL because he's a star. All those guys together, if that group were to buy the Mets, um... No, that would be the poorest team in Major League Baseball. I'm certain of it because that group together, yes, they can afford to buy the Mets at like $1.7 billion or something like that. Okay, you've got the capital in that aspect, but how are you going to pay your team? In a non-salary cap league, you can't afford to be at the bare minimum. They won't be competitive. Okay, maybe they'll be a little more player-friendly, but at the same time, they're not going to be competitive. And this, I think, is why A-Rod, and you know, obviously getting into the owner's booth, has said that he wants a salary cap. <laughs> so coming from the guy who signed the largest North American sports contract in history at the time, when he signed to the Texas Rangers, now the guy says he wants a salary cap. Of course, it's because he's an owner. But at the same time, I feel like it's because they are going to be one of the poorest ownership groups. One of the absolute poorest ownership groups in the entire MLB. It, it doesn't make sense for this to go through. I, I can't see them getting approved saying, okay, yeah, you've put together the money and then you can also pay your players because that doesn't, that doesn't just, that, the math doesn't work out to me that yeah, you have all these guys who add up to having a bunch of money, but you've, you've got to have a billionaire in there who can pay the players because you, you've got to have the payroll. And I just, I don't see that group having the payroll and I, I don't think it's going to work out, but I don't know. Good on A-Rod and J-Lo for trying again to get into the M and into MLB as owners and we'll see how, how it plays out. But I just, I don't see it happening because I don't, I don't think that they'll be able to, to get it done. Anyways, okay, moving on. Something fantastic happened this week. Absolutely amazing. This guy, Chico, he is a clubby or a clubhouse attendant for the LA Dodgers. They've got him, the Dodgers have him out playing in left field, just filling space. And he has made two spectacular plays. He made two amazing plays this week. One, uh, he... He robbed Mookie Betts of extra bases when, like, took him back to the track, robbed him of a double, and then because it's the clubby out there in left field, I don't, I didn't get a chance to see who it was who ran from first, but whoever it was ran from first went all the way around second, had to go back, backtrack his steps to tag at first or get back to the base. Chico gunned him down from the warning track, got it, doubled up, 
whoever it was, I can't remember, didn't didn't see, but doubled him up on first base. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And you would think, oh, it's a it's a win for the everyman, but Chico obviously not is not the everyman. Um, Brig and I were talking about this, and the only thing I can think of is the dude just cannot hit. That's one thing we talked about, that if he can't hit his way out of a wet paper bag, that's why he's not playing professional baseball, because he has got a hose on him. That Chico can throw the ball. It's amazing. It's so fun to watch. It's cool to see a guy like a clubby out there hanging defensively with these guys. It's it's awesome. It's fun to see. But hey, baseball family, let's take a quick break, and when we get back... We're going to do our weekly KBO update. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I never get back with me. Root, root, root for the home Kids Baseball Strips at 9plusss.com. Welcome back, baseball family. Let's talk KBO. I still, you know, I, I said last segment that I'm looking forward to MLB um, because it's live baseball at a reasonable hour, which is true. Like, that, that's part of the reason I'm looking forward to MLB. And like I said, it's MLB. It's the best baseball in the world. But at the same time, I am still in love with the KBO. I am infatuated, in fact. I'm having a ton of fun watching it. It's a good time. And partially because the team that I chose, Brig and I chose, at the beginning of the season, independently, for separate reasons, um, the NC Dinos, is the best team. It's the best team in the KBO. And I've said it before, but it's fun to watch your team win. That's not something I've really gotten to experience a whole lot with the Mariners over the last... Oh, boy. Uh, 18, 17, 18 seasons. It's been a while. And, yeah, they've been in the race a little bit. But, anyways, it's it hasn't been dom- – even when they were winning a little bit, they were not dominant. And the Dinos are dominant. However, that being said, not lately. <laughs> the last week has been less than stellar for the KB di- – or KB – for the NC Dinos in the KBO. Um, you know, last week on the podcast, we talked about how there had not been any ties to date. Well, you know, you go say it and sure enough, there's a tie, the dinos and the LG twins, not, I don't know, not six hours after Brig and I talked about that on the podcast tied with the LG twins six to six. And then they go and let's see here. They lose, um, they lost to, uh, the key womb heroes twice thank you very much they went there was their first three game winless streak of the season they say winless because they lost two tied one you know so you can't say losing streak because they didn't lose all those games but you know a lot of people say a loss is as good as a tie but the standings say otherwise anyway let's move on and then they go on they beat the kiwoom heroes nine to one on thursday but then then you guys on friday they go tie the kt whiz three to three it's man what a rough week for the dinos and 
I know it's a long season. It's 144 games. I'm not too worried about because uh, Saturday today went on and beat the KT with six to one. But the my dinos have got to figure out, got to figure out that pitching situation. The pitching, starting pitching is is pretty good, but man, that bullpen is just so bad, and I feel like it's starting to catch up to them. Um, but the the offense is there. Been a little bit sleepy this week. I'm not worried. I'm confident things will keep, pick back up and they'll still be able to win. As of tonight, this is Saturday, like I said, the 18th. Um, still on top of the KBO, five and a half up on the Deuce on Bears, five and a half up on the Kiwoom Heroes, which is pretty good considering you dropped a couple. Uh, you tied. You know, it's still pretty good to have that that five and a half game cushion over the heroes um eight and a half over the lg or uh, sorry kia tigers and then nine over lg twins so still sitting pretty good in those standings I'm happy with it um i'm excited about it and uh yeah that's all i got for this week's basically L- <laughs> basically nc dinos update that's pretty much what the kbo updates become so let's go ahead and take a quick break and when we get back I'm going to share with you my three things I would like to see from this MLB season. Welcome back, baseball family. Before we get in and we wrap this thing up, let's talk about three things that I want to see this MLB season. Okay, let's get right into it. Number three, I want to see more base running. Run the bases, stolen bases, hit and run. Um... You know, you talk about take the extra base, but you're in MLB. You're more likely to get gunned down than you are in any other league in the world. So you can you can have that, okay, guys. You can have the conservative base running when you don't want to take the extra base. But steal bases. Let's go hit and run. And the reason is because, like, I understand. You know, you can hit a whole bunch of home runs and win the regular season. You can win your division. You can go into the playoffs and play really well still, but you may not win. However. 60-game sprint, runs are going to be at a premium. You're going to want to win every single game. There's none of this back in May uh, when you can say, oh, you know what, it's just one game. We'll we'll make it up next week You know where we win a game where we shouldn't. No, there's none of that in 60 games. In fact, uh, speaking of that, uh, I believe it was Jason, Jason D'Agostino, who we had on the podcast last week, posted on the uh, Facebook VIP group. It was a video. It was... Uh, it was plays at the plate at the end of the game. And one of them I specifically remembered is actually the screen, the screenshot that, that showed before you clicked the link on YouTube. The Mariners playing the Tigers in Seattle. It was May. I want to say it was 2014, I believe. It was, it was May or June. I don't remember the exact date. I just remember it was early in the season. And it was Justin Smoke was playing first base with the Mariners. This is before he went on to be an all-star with the Blue Jays. So on first base... You got uh, Tigers up one run, and there's a ball hit into right field. Smoke, big dude, lumbering, not very fast. He's going around. He's trying to score from first, which it was a ball into the right field corner. You know, that's fine, but not if you're Justin Smoke. Tagged out at home, ball game over. I was livid for like two or three days. I was so mad that they didn't pinch pinch run for Smoke. It's like... Okay, I don't care if it's May or June. You're Seattle. You're not going to be running away with the division. You're not going to be running away with the wild card. You need every run you can get. You need every win you can get. So pinch run for smoke. Get in there. Tie the ball game back up. So 
I'd like to see more of that, more more aggressive base running out of teams. Pinch run for guys who, who you don't think are going to be able to score in, in a situation where you need to run. Get every single run. Get guys into scoring position, which is something I think we're going to see with this extra, this weird extra inning thing we're doing this year. Going to start with a guy on second base. And that's going to be mean more small ball in extra innings because you can easily, with that guy on second base, nobody else, bunt him over to third. Sack fly in center, left or center or whatever. You've got to run already. And especially if you're the home team, that's ball game over. Go home, come back, play tomorrow. You know, I want teams to be moving guys up, playing small ball with more base running in order to get those runs they need to get that win. you got to win every game. Win as many games as you can in a 60-game season. Second thing I want to see, I want to see some robot umps. You know, when they first talked about the season being shortened and some new rules and some changes coming in this season, they mentioned that they were thinking about testing robot umps and i thought fantastic what better time to do it than in a season that's a little bit messed up already and you've got 60 games 60 games to bring in robot umps and you've already had 11 umpires as of saturday when i'm recording uh 11 umpires opted out of the season so you're a little bit short already anyway and i maintain that robot umps are not taking anybody's job it's creating jobs i i don't (laughs) I don't see why they're so opposed to it. If you can have a tool that can help you do your job, and I, I know a lot of umpires think that everybody's there to see them because that's the way it used to be. You know, Mark Twain used to umpire games, and people would come see Mark Twain. Uh, you know, ha, you know, call games and everything, and rather than watch what was on the field. But that's not the case anymore. People are watching to see the players. If you can minimize the effect that an umpire has on the game and minimize an ego, you see some umpires that have an ego and they will ring a guy up because they're not happy with him. You know, it, you've got to have consistency. And I've been saying this forever. Why not test it out this season? It's a season that's it's not lost, but it's already going to be like it's it's going to be known as the COVID season or the coronavirus season because it's so short. Sixty games. That's way less than half. That's yeah, that it's just a, it's almost a third of what they normally play. So bring in the robot arms. Let's have some consistency. Let's try it out. See how it goes. And if it doesn't work out, fine. You scrap it in a weird season. That's no big deal. If it works great, then look into implementing it full time. Like I said, it's going to create a job. It's going to have an extra umpire in the box who reads the reads the printout. So I I don't understand why it's why the umpires are I don't know it it, it seems like it would help everybody it help the umpire union it would help it help everybody top to bottom so let's bring them in last thing I want to see the third thing I want to see this weird like I said weird coronavirus season I just want to see a World Series I just want to see a full World Series. Because that means we were able to make it to the end. I want to be able to get through this season. I don't want it to be a lost season because there were outbreaks in clubhouses, which then spread across the league. Um, I want I want MLB to to figure out how to keep these guys healthy and safe. They've already had a pretty they've already done a pretty good job that we've seen with you know as last week as one point eight percent of tests came back positive was all get it down get it down just to be safe. Uh, you don't want any of these guys getting sick to begin with, but if it's going to happen, minimize it. 
keep get keep getting that number lower and lower and uh and let's make sure we get through all, all the way through the season that's all we want to see i honestly do not care who wins i'll give them just as much credit as i gave the nats last year for winning not the astros because well you know there's that whole thing but i'll give them just as much credit as, as we gave the nats last year for winning because i don't care if you're the best team for a 60 game sprint Everybody plays the same amount of games. Everybody's playing the same number of days. Everybody has the equal chance to win. If you can be the best team in a 60-game sprint and then a regular playoff format, good on you. Good for you. If that means the Royals or the Padres or the Blue Jays or even the Orioles go on to win the World Series because they were the best team through a 60-game sprint and then they won through the playoffs of the World Series, good for them. Good for them. I don't care. I don't care who wins. I'd love to see the Mariners win, obviously, or the D-backs, as you can see with my Arizona Baseball Together t-shirt. Um, but let's just get through the World Series. Let's have a complete season, get through this year, and then work on getting everything right so we can have a full season next year. Get to spring training on time. Get to the regular season on time. Get through without any hiccups, and then get through to another World Series next year. Let's just get this season through to completion 100%. That, that is the third thing I want to see. Should have put it at the top of the list because I feel like that's the most important, absolutely most important. That's what we want to see. But baseball family, share with me your three things that you would like to see this year. Um, I, I, I'm curious. I want to know what you guys want to see. Am I way out in left field with robot arms? Briggs not here to yell at me, so I kind of thought I could get away with that one. Um, but do you... Are you do you just want to see a World Series? Is that all you want to see? The one thing, World Series, just get through the season. Is that all you care about? Let me know if there's something else you think about. You can reach out on Twitter at baseball the number together, baseball together on Twitter, at baseball together on Instagram. You can message us on YouTube. Come see us in the uh, in the Facebook group, nine plus us VIP, send us a request, we'll add you. And then you can also um, Send us a message in the mailbag. There's always a link in the do, in the doobly do for every single episode, YouTube, audio, however you get the podcast. There's always a link to the mailbag. Send us your questions. Let us know what you think. If there's anything you want us to talk about, or you just want to say hi, go ahead and send us a message in the mailbag, and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. But before you do any of that, go hop on the shop tonight. I've got on my pirate baseball hat i love this hat i wear it wear it all the time it just looks so sharp black and white really crisp like i said my arizona baseball together t-shirt i love the sedona red and the vegas gold it looks so good on the black it's one of my favorite shirts i wear it all the time i probably wear it way too much like two three times a week but anyways that's what i do so go hop on the shop n-i-n-e-p-l-u-s-u-s.com nine plus us.com spell it out Go shop. We've got your Corona masks. If you're somewhere where you have to have a mask when you go out, go ahead and get yourself a mask. We've got some pretty cool designs. We've even got the uh, the Corona Pirates on, uh, on one of the masks. So go check that out. But baseball family, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Tell your friends about us. And baseball family, we'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.